Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Broncos live presented by DraftKings Sportsbook and coming to you live from Studio A at the DNVR bar where the A stands for agency. Ah, one week away, baby. One week away. And for some teams, it's already getting rocking and rolling. Goodbye, Derek Carr. Go be the best quarterback in another division. Yeah, I, I was thinking, like, I, th- I don't have to hate Derek Carr anymore. No. It's kind of nice. Yeah. But then I was like, I don't know if I can unhate someone. Man, the way he was kicked to the curb by the Raiders mm-hmm. and Josh yeah, made, there, yeah. there's kind of a bond there, the enemy right? Of my enemy yeah, is my friend, yeah, yeah, right? exactly. Thing. That's it, because and, I think he hates the Raiders. And I you know. kind of get well, lost. He, I, I think, think he, he hates, Josh, he hates Josh McDaniels, right? And Who is right the now, that's the Raiders for for right now. Um, and you, now you can kind of get lost in his in his eyeshadow now. That's Fair the enough. other downside. I, think, I don't, yeah. I think the only way I could truly like erase my feelings about him is if he was the Broncos quarterback. Oh, right away? Does that go away right away? But then I was thinking, like, I hate to bring this up, but why do the Broncos keep employing the people who have just hurt us the most? Like, first it was Joe Flacco. Joe. That's a lot of people's most painful moment as a Broncos yep. fan. Yeah. And then it's Russell Wilson. Yeah, it's very true. <laughs> That's my most painful <laughs> moment as a Broncos fan. It's very true. Do you remember when Joe yep. Flacco was introduced to the Denver media and then did a scrum off to the side and someone asked him, so Joe, what's your favorite memory about playing against the Broncos? And he kind of looks at the reporter and is like, yeah. really? You, you need me to say it? <laughs> <laughs> so awkward. <laughs> so awkward. Yeah, he's He was huge. That's what I remember about that side oh, scrum. Man, he is big dude. No wonder John like, Elway liked him. I mean... He has all the physical <laughs> t- attributes you want. Um, so who, who would be the next one that they would sign, specifically at the quarterback position? Would it be Mahomes? Yeah. Well, or is that just too, uh, too obvious? Would it be Tom Brady? I guess that could work, yeah. Yeah. Tom Brady hasn't really hurt us. I, I'm, try- I'm trying to think of, like, a 
not lower level quarterback, but like, of course, Patrick Mahomes, but like who would be someone that's got the Broncos in like a way that you're like, damn, that one really hurt. Not just like, oh yeah, he's just destroyed him every time he's played him. I mean, the thing about Flacco is he did it in a year where we all think they would have won the Super Bowl if he hadn't. Right. So right. that's like a tough dynamic where it's like he really took a Super Bowl. Of, any active players exactly. that have hurt the Broncos in that way other than Russell Wilson and Joe Flacco. Andrew Luck, he beat him in the playoffs. Yeah. That would be a surprising yeah. one. It was it wasn't that painful though. No. It wasn't that painful pain. because at least in my perception, I'd kind of already looked past that game, unfortunately, just mm. like the Broncos coaches had. Yeah, it was just like, okay, finally, like, Foxy's gone. Right. So that was, like, kind of mm -hmm. a dub. Yep. And also, uh, Jack Del Rio went out with the swing? Um, yeah. <laughs> Glad he's not around anymore. Yeah, that's for I sure. Think everybody is. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. Um, anyways, I don't, oh, Derek Carr. So Derek Carr... First domino. And I wonder if that precedes the next domino, which everyone thought was going to be the first domino, which is Aaron Rodgers. Because it came out yesterday that Derek Carr had the Jets as his number one, but he had to wait to see what was going to happen with Aaron Rodgers. So does that mean Aaron Rodgers to the Jets is all but a done deal? Well, we thought that last year with, uh, with yeah. the Broncos at a time specifically, and then that didn't go through. It does seem like this year – really does seem like Aaron Rodgers is finally, officially done with the Green Bay Packers, and it seems like the Green Bay Packers are really done with him, and all things do point to him going there, except we talked about the Raiders. That's the one team that I could see getting in the way of this, and a big reason is Devontae Adams. Yeah. yeah. And, like, brand-new facilities, brand-new stadium. Third overall NFLPA report card. Did you see that um, Aaron Rodgers was in Colorado recently? Was he? Yeah. This is a hilarious. So there's a TMZ article that was like, Aaron Rodgers leaves darkness to retreat, hits trendy Colorado bar. <laughs> and I was like, huh, happy camper? Uh, that'd be trendy, <laughs> yeah. Um, like, I was just trying to think of it, and then I clicked on it. I didn't recognize any of the imagery, and I was like, where is this place? And it was like... Aaron Rodgers went to Vail to trendy bar known as the Rabbit's Retreat. Find the bunnies or some like oh weird. Yeah. This is the weirdest fucking name I've ever heard. So you're like, it's perfect. It makes a lot uh, perfect sense. Like, I how really can you be darkness retreat guy who like disappears and like wants to live in nothingness and like act like he's like like he has nothing and like oh yeah, on my way home I'm gonna stop in Vail for the weekend. Like that, that is the most like. It's 180 flip there. It's yeah, the, that's a good point. The rabbit hole at Chasing Rabbit's Tavern. Wow. <laughs> Can't say I've heard of that one. It sounds like a, <sighs> a perfect match for him. It does. I, can we just have no more Aaron Rodgers talk? I like... I, I don't know. We were I'm talking so about some things before this podcast that made Aaron Rodgers talk seem appealing. Yeah. <laughs> I'm lost. Yeah. Um, <laughs> that's not surprising at all. Man, is there, is there an NFC team? that Aaron Rodgers could go to. Let, we, no more the Packers. No more apparently. good quarterbacks in the AFC. I mean, what are we doing here? Apparently the Packers don't want to trade him yeah. in the NFC. I hope not. Like at all in the NFC. Yeah. I hope not. Why? Because uh, he's he's good enough. I mean, he's not great, but like... Or no, I hope they yeah. do. Yeah, I hope yeah. that's wrong. I right. hope not. Yeah, yeah. Right. 
Why wouldn't? Uh, yeah, I don't know. Why wouldn't the Bucks want him? Apparently, the Bucks are just cool with going with Kyle Trask. They must just be doing like the full rebuild, right? I mean, you see what's going on with the Rams right now. Holy cow! What? It, Aaron Donald's not going to be on that team next year, is he? I don't know. They're moving on from everyone you right just now. Retire. Leonard Floyd, a guy that they're going to move on from. Broncos Alan had Robinson. strong interest in him two years ago. Broncos may want a pass rusher again. Mm-hmm. That was crazy that they got Allen Robinson and then just never gave him the ball. Yeah. yeah. There was yeah. some stat today that said like he was he was more open like on a per snap basis last year than he was in 2020 when he had like 1,400 yards. Wow. Also, don't get Allen Robinson. That guy's so overrated. I agree with that as well. Yep. Although the stat you just said would... Show it would. that he's not over. It would. It would maybe. say he's a value, but I'm not the Matt only Stafford one with Twitter. Only has eyes for Cooper Cup. Um, yes, he should. Overrated. And then Baker Mayfield. And then Oof. who else was in there? Didn't they have like three John or four Walford? quarterbacks? Yeah, they they oh, had a couple. Yeah. Perkins. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> There's also the Derrick Henry thing today. Oh yeah, that, that he's potentially available for trade. He'd be. Let me guess. You want that? No, like in a world where the Broncos have draft picks. Yeah, boy. Sure, it. we could talk about. It. But I mean, one year, ten million dollar deal, like. I don't know. When you have a running back like him or like Saquon, like he could Wait. just carry you to the playoffs. Wait, what is he being traded for? Because I think the Broncos could trade for him. One year, on th- I mean, they probably could. Like I, I would guess, uh, a third, both the thirds would probably do it. But there's just no way I'm thirds, considering no. it. No, 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 no. The thing is, it's a one-year deal, and it's a, it's a value one-year deal. Exactly. But it's one year. So, so it's it's value. I mean, at least a second, if not a first. Yeah. No. I think shot. two thirds, yeah. second. Yeah. You're in the ballpark. Isn't um, he like thirty? He'll be 29 this season. Yeah. It's Derek freaking Henry. Oh, I know. And he's but he's built more about va- he's more valuable in the hand than he is in the bush. He uh how about him with the Bills? Good luck stopping in in yeah. in a in an uh read option. You get to either choose Josh Allen to tackle or Derek Henry to tackle. Be, the cold tubs oh are gonna my be busy God. Yeah. <laughs> yep. I mean third I, round pick. Get it done. Oh, I'd do it in a heartbeat. Are you kidding me? Yeah, me too. Easy. Uh, you'd probably have to. You don't seem that sold. I mean, on it. I mean, for a third, you, yeah, you do it. I mean, I, I would love to see them like throw an offer at Saquon first, throw something at somebody else first. Of course, you would love to see. I wonder them if throw the Broncos are Saquon. Like yeah, me I mean, in Madden, when I trade my first and second round pick, then I'm just like, do I, I don't even want to go to the draft. Let me just wow. trade all the rest of my picks. That's yep, what they yep. should do. Yeah, it's so yeah. true. Okay, wait, wait. Question for you guys: yep. Would you rather give 15 million a year to Saquon Barkley in free agency for what four years? 15 million, 45 guaranteed. You're locked in for so three easy. years, or you trade a third round pick for Saquon Barkley oh, or for Derrick Henry. So, so easily, Derrick Henry. It, not even close. I yeah, agree, and, really? and I would maybe even trade both thirds, sure. Uh, you know what? Just take the rest yeah. of my picks. <laughs> yeah, for 15 million, no. Like if it was in the 12 million range, then I'd probably go Isn't Saquon. Isn't Saquon turning down 12 and 13 million yeah. dollar offers? So then why do you think you're going to get him for that? I don't. Oh, okay. But that's why, I mean, you'd probably have to go Derrick Henry. Again, like it's one year, it'd be awesome. Again, like you get either of those guys. Again, like Saquon just carried the Giants to the playoffs. They had no business going to the playoffs except for having Saquon. Derrick Henry's carried the, the Titans who have had some better teams to... Like we all saw that the stretch. AFC championship, AFC championship game, game yeah. double digit wins over and over again. Like if you can get a guy like that who can single handedly fix your offense, well, why not? And he also single handedly fixed Ryan Tannehill. He did. Yeah, he really. And Saquon did. fixed Daniel Jones. Yeah, and so 
Is it true? Fix, yeah. Fix Russell Wilson. <laughs> yeah. Oh man, like, that would be beautiful. We, Andre and I always always talked about with Ryan Tannehill. All the Titans were asking him to do was make layups and hit threes, uh, <laughs> yep. and hit yep. open threes. Yep. And that's what you do, right? You hand the ball off to Derrick Henry, and he you know plows his way for four mm-hmm. four yards a carry, and then you suck eight into the box, and then you ask Russell Wilson, "Hey, all you got to do is come off this play action fake and hit a deep ball." Yep. And he's like, oh, I'm really good at that. Yep. And then it's like, oh, and then also, you know, we just need you to hit, like, an open slant because there's air, there's space there. Like, Is that what the Broncos want Russell Wilson to do? Yeah, threes is, and layups. Yes, exactly. Yeah. I like this. Let's make this happen, baby. Yeah. <laughs> we came into this pod with one conversation, and this one's better than any of the conversations <laughs> we're going to have today. So much better. I love it. Oh man! For a third, imagine, you have to. I do just, it. I just don't think that it would be a third. Imagine Derrick Henry in the all blues. Oh my gosh! It literally him in anything. <laughs> anything. I know. I'm just like seeing it's like a Sunday night football game. They've yep. got the all blues Ooh. on. How about those white jerseys, blue pants? No, no. <laughs> <laughs> this has to be an easy selling point for Sean too. He wants to come in here and take Russell Wilson off the mm-hmm. high dive. No better way to do it than to give him Derrick Henry. Wow. Did you see the thing that came out? Um, actually, I shouldn't. I shouldn't show my hand on this. Never mind. Oh, I mean, what is it? What are you teasing? I just. I have a tweet that I want. That oh. I want to build, but I'm just waiting for the right moment. Okay. Okay. Don't I, worry. I'm, nobody's really like thrown out many guesses yet about what the trade would cost because nobody wants to look stupid when it actually happens. Except for one, the draft network said trading Henry for premium draft capital, a top sixty-four selection, could make sense. I mean, the Broncos That's have sixty-seven and sixty-eight. Wow. Like 67, throw in a fifth, and all of a sudden you're kind of right there. This is so easy. This is so easy. You have to do it. If I'm the Bills, I would give One up year, my... One year, 10 million? If I'm the Bills, yeah. I give up my first round pick for him, though. Well, not not if not you don't have do to. If you can give up your second round what pick. What B. John then, Robinson's obviously. there? Cost controlled, get him for four years, high upside. <coughs> I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm Derek Henry puts you in Derek. a window. Yep. Plus, see, I wonder what the comp pick would be. Because I would guess he still gets a decent contract. Assuming he doesn't totally flop this year, like as a thirty-year-old, he probably makes at least two years, thirteen per. Yeah. Did you? I know that this is this is a trap, but did you see Jameer Gibbs doing that drill yesterday? Yes, oh. yes. <laughs> My God, he looks so good. He does. He'd be a great little Bronco. Like I mean, he was running over those too. bags faster yep. than like. I mean, obviously, the average human could just run yep. straight, but yep. like, yep. it just looked like he wasn't breaking stride at all. Then he did a little juke. I was like, oh my God, 4 3 6. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. He's a beast. Devon A. Kane, too. A little smaller, but just crazy fast and quick. Yep. And Jameer, uh, I, I mean, Deuce Vaughn in Denver. The Jameer, similar guy, yeah. Jameer Gibbs really would have been like perfect because not only a great runner and the, inti- the, the yep. tangibles, I should say, but also the ability to receive out of the He's backfield. He's like the best. Alvin Kamara yeah. reincarnated. Went he to is. Alabama, yep. didn't yep. get playing time because yep. there's so many other guys. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Running backs are well, fun. Well, no, opposite of Kamara. Kamara went to Alabama, then left, and Gibbs Stayed. went somewhere else and then went to right, Alabama. Right. Fair, yeah. fair yeah. enough, yeah. fair enough. But he was like that. He was he wasn't like their feature every down back was he? Uh, he w- I mean he was their number one guy. But yeah, split reps. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah, led the team in receptions. Yep, exactly. You know who doesn't Sean split Payton. reps? Derrick Henry. Derrick Henry. <laughs> <laughs> and That's then a you, thing though. You yeah. bridge the oh, Javante Williams gosh. gap. Yeah. No perfect. better person from Javante to learn from either. Uh, oh, could you imagine our guy Justin Outen, who just became the running backs coach and run game coordinator for Tennessee? He signs <laughs> up for that job. He's like, "Yeah, baby, let's go." <laughs> and then they're like, "No, yeah, you got to work with uh, backups now. Henry's wow. gone." 
Jeez, I'm, He'd I'm be sick about this. That'd be tough. I am too. Let's just change this podcast. Yeah, just just pure Derrick Henry. <laughs> uh. <laughs> um, but if the Broncos want to do moves like this, maybe they also want to sign Mike McGlinchey uh, or McGarry for a big contract and then bring in also a Derrick Henry. That's $25 million per year right there. Plus, they're going to have to build out the rest of their roster. Right now, the Broncos have $12 million in cap space. We know the cap can be changed. Mm-hmm. It's going to be changed. They're going to be able to do things to move things around. But they're sitting with, I think, like just outside the top 10 in cap space. So $12 million, you're like, that's nothing. Well, it's actually, they're in a good mm-hmm. position compared to other teams. But they can open up a lot more cap space by moving on from some guys. And that's kind of yeah. our conversation today. Let's take a look at the offensive guys that the Broncos can move on from uh, in order to get some deals done. And uh, where should we start? Should we start with a heavy hitter, the biggest name on here? Or should we save that for the end? Start with the heaviest of hitters. The Ooh. heaviest of hitters, Garrett Bowles. Ooh. Now, a name that's been thrown out uh, this offseason by some people saying, you know, trade rumors. But with Garrett Bowles, the Broncos could just cut him straight up and save almost $10 million in cap space. You want Derrick Henry for $10 million? See you, Garrett Bowles. There you go. You don't even have to dip into your cap space right there. It would cost them $8 million in dead money, and his cap hits just under $18 million this year. Is there any thought of doing something with Garrett? Can't do it. I wouldn't even consider it. I, I would consider a trade. I would consider a trade. In terms of a cut... Because the thing is, what, then you need another tackle? What kind of tackle are you getting for $10 million bucks? Worse than Garrett Bowles, in yes. my opinion. Okay, okay, okay. Let Much me, worse. Because you both shut it down right away, let me just present mm-hmm. something to you. How much is McGarry going to cost? Uh, PFF says 13 Okay. I was going to say 15 Okay, 13 yeah. And McGlinchey, I believe Spotrack, says 15 <laughs> Yeah. So if you cut Garrett Bowles and you sign McGarry, and let's say you somehow do get him for $13 million, it's only $3 million. You're only spending out of your pocket $3 million more to have McGarry on your team. So if you just want to make that I one for Bulls one. and Caleb McGarry. Okay, so how about this? Would you prefer McGlinchey over Bulls? It's only, if you sign McGarry and McGlinchey, it's only going to cost you the price of one tackle that you would go and sign plus $3 million if you were to move on from Garrett Bowles. Damn, the Big Mac offensive line, McGarry. Oh. I'm and in then on you, that. You just stuff it with a Henry? Oh. Like in, in the middle? You yeah. know, they're tackles. You stuff <laughs> it in the middle. <laughs> I think if all the prices were the same, Bowles might be my favorite of the three. I think that he would be the one that I would take over the others. I think he wow. was combined the... I mean, I know he missed a lot of time this year, but he's just been so healthy... Those other guys, I mean, McGlinch, we've talked about before, the scheme fits a little bit strange. The pass protection's nothing great. McGarry has had one good year in his career. Like, there's a reason his fifth-year option was turned down. Like, I, I think I would take Bowles over try, either of those two straight and, up. Try and follow me here. Caleb McGarry, Michigan, right? I believe so. Uh-huh. I don't know. Uh, Mike before McGlinchey, my time. Notre Dame. Yep. Garrett Bowles. Juco and then Utah. Do you see where I'm going with this? Yeah, just the talent, the, how they've been evaluated? Not, no. Okay, no. 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 Notre Dame. Big time academic institution, right? Mm. Yep, yep. Yes. Michigan. Yep. Big time academic institution. Now yep. now are you following yep. my thread I, I here? I feel where you're going. I want, yeah. Yeah? I would like the... Um, really? Those guys. I would too. I would like those as well, as, as well because, and something that... 
you didn't mention, Henry, mm-hmm. is how many good years has Garrett Bowles had? I mean, you hold you hold it against McGarry for mm-hmm. only having one good year. True. Garrett Bowles has only had one good year, and it was a very good year. All pro, but yeah, all pro. But that's when there were no fans, and oh, it, it, McGarry's it, from Washington. Okay, there were still still a good my point institution. My um, point wasn't really about where they went to college. Yeah, yeah. Um, they <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, uh, Bulls only had one good year, and that was in a year where there were no fans. And mm-hmm. uh, what's something that a lot of people think is that. Home fans specifically get under Garrett Bowles' skin, and, and it rattles him. And that was he didn't have to work against that. Then last year, he comes back, and you see some more issues, and then he gets hurt. So I don't mm-hmm. want to hold you know one kind of fluky injury Broken against him, leg, and, yeah. and that's not what I'm going to do. But you only have one good year from Garrett Bowles. It's not like you're moving on from this proven, known commodity. True. Uh, so I'm for it. I would do it. Now, I agree with you guys, though. On the surface, I don't want to move on from Garrett Bowles and then just sign one tackle to replace him, and you still have another issue at tackle. So you are really rolling the dice saying, we're going to move on from Garrett and then get two of the top free agent tackles, maybe the two top free agent tackles if Orlando Brown doesn't hit the market. So, But if that's in probably a dream world or you mm-hmm. know a lot of behind the scenes, I'd, I'd do it. I don't know if that's going to happen. It's not going to happen. So you that's keep too, Bowles. It's too maddening. Yeah. You keep Bowles uh, because I think he's he's made strides over the years. Um, you know, there's stuff like you're not getting the personal foul stuff out of Garrett Bowles anymore. Uh, I think, you know, honestly, all that time with Mike Munchak did go a long way with Garrett mm-hmm. Bowles. Um, but in the end, the, the amount of money that you save on Garrett Bowles is less than what you're going to have to spend to replace him. If you even could replace him with a with a comparable player. Okay, That's now yep. something just happened in live time, which probably makes this a little more of a conversation. McGlinchey tagged? No. <sighs> the opposite. Orlando Brown will not be tagged. Oh, he will not get the franchise yeah. tag put on him. And unless the Chiefs are able to get a long-term deal done, which they have not been able to for two years now, he will be available. Now, do you kind of take into the equation? Okay, you can save $10 million by moving on from Garrett Bowles. Do you just want to upgrade one of your tackle positions so much, save $10 million from Bowles, and then you're not going to be able to get Orlando Brown and McGlinchey or McGarry, but you use that savings from Bowles, tack that on to what you would spend on a tackle, and boom, there's Orlando Brown, because he's going to cost you $23 million, maybe even more. Or- Orlando Brown's not top five tackle. Like, he's the best tackle on the market. He's going to get paid a lot. There's only one player in the NFL who gave up more pressures than Orlando Brown this season. And it's Ed Ingram, the guard for Minnesota. And there's a lot that goes into that. You know, Mahomes holds the ball a long time, and there's some of those things. I just, that is so much money. And again, like part of it is me being a little bit trigger shy after Juwan James. Like people forget, they they gave $7 million in dead cap to Juwan James last season. Like 2022, they that was seven million dollars, and Orlando Brown, really good player, really good player. And if you could get him for fifteen million dollars, you do it in a heartbeat. Once you get into the bidding war, 21, 22, 23, you you might come out on the other side saying, "Wow, we just found our our Ryan Clady." But there is a lot of risk right there, and. To me personally, I, I wouldn't give him more than the twenty twenty one million dollars, and I'd be I'd be terrified doing it. I'd be shaking when I signed the deal. I'd do it, heartbeat. <sighs> you have to invest in these positions, uh, and so you'd cut bulls and sign him. I don't think you have to. 
Ah, he's your compliment to Bulls. Yeah. Yeah, I, I keep them both. I'm not anti-Garrett Bowles. Let me just make that clear. Uh, the point that I was trying to make earlier is he's you know not known necessarily for being a heady offensive lineman, um, and you know that has caused its issues mm-hmm. in Denver for sure. Um, <clears throat> and I think those other two guys are with Orlando Brown. You're just getting a, gr- a really, really good player, maybe a great player. Uh, and the Broncos have tried to dink and dunk around the tackle positions for too long that if you have the opportunity to sign the best one on the market and you can do it, I want to do it. Yeah, and it's it's just hard to say you shouldn't or wouldn't go after a top tackle. Mm-hmm. And to me, Henry, I think if you're willing to invest $20 million into a player mm-hmm. – what what's three million dollars more going to do uh so i think if you're willing to go 20 million go 23 million and you're right he he isn't uh an elite tackle i think he has the potential to be that uh but just the player he was he he isn't that but he is or orlando brown is a good tackle and i would feel comfortable in a pretty big upgrade going from brown to to bulls although i forgot that the whole reason that he left baltimore is because he didn't want to play right isn't that true yep and so then he but, went. Yeah. If you're investing that, though, you're making him your left tackle and you're saying Bowles move to right. And there's a good chance Bowles is better. Like you have to reteach all the footwork and do that sort of stuff. But I mean, the holding so- stuff on the blind side, you- you're asking him to do what he's best at more, which is just run block and bowl guys over on the edge. What I would say about this is that we've talked about that since Garrett Bowles got to Denver and the yep. Broncos have never been willing to do it. Yep. It's true. No, totally different regime. Maybe Sean Payton just says, like, yeah, you should play right tackle. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and then you're paying a lot for a left tackle, um, you know, in Brown. You're on the you're on the very high side of right tackle, but you've invested a lot in your tackle positions, and you assume that that's going to pay off for you in terms of the play on the field. Like, the upgrade yeah. from Cam Fleming at right tackle to Garrett Bowles should be Oh. monstrous yeah it, it really should be man i love this first segment the broncos have moved mm-hmm. garrett Bowles to right tackle signed orlando brown and now they have derrick henry Let's as go. well some people might say we're smoking too much weed mm. and then our response would be check out jive hive because mm-hmm. they're going to deliver it right to you they come here right now we don't even have to leave the set to get them and you can check them out see every place they're delivering by going to jivehive.com that's j-i-v-e-h-y-v-e.com or if you're watching on youtube just scan that qr code it's going to take you right there and over at jivehive not only is it convenient where they deliver the product straight to you but it's going to be more affordable because they don't have to pay for the brick and mortar store since they don't have those they bring it straight to you so it's also it's convenient it's cheap and you don't have to worry it's private you don't have to worry about bumping into anyone at the store if you don't want to see them so it's only upsides at jive hive right now they're delivering to aurora greenwood village monument fountain and various areas of el paso county but they continue to grow so make sure to check out their website to see if they've expanded to your area that's j-i-v-e-h-y-v-e.com and also check out our friends over at breckenridge brewery and uh, they've got another giveaway going. Um, we've given away the Avalanche. Avs tickets, yep, but we still have the Nuggets tickets to give away. That yep. game is March 30th. It's against the Pelicans, and uh, it's it's courtside row two seats, uh, Club Lexus access, parking pass, all that sort of stuff. Plus, you get a bunch of DMVR gear, and 
Again, like you can get in on that if you go to brecksweeps.com. Uh, you have to be 21 or older. You just got to go fill out that form, though, and there's a chance that you'll win those awesome seats to that game, which should be a good one, um, I think. But go over to uh, thedmvr.com slash brecksweeps. Uh, go over to breckbrew.com to figure out where you can buy Breckenridge Brewery near you. There we go. And... Uh, if you're tuning in with us live on YouTube, hit us with a thumbs up. We'd really appreciate it. And there's something else that you guys can do to help us out for free. Anyone tuning in, whether it's on the podcast side, whether it's on YouTube, go subscribe to our podcast on the podcast yes. side. really helps us. And which one? Should they go to Spotify? Should they go to Apple? What do you think? Well, Spotify is now just 100 reviews behind Apple. Mm, wow. They started, I think, 300 reviews behind Apple. And it's a race to a thousand. Apple is at eight fifty. Spotify is at seven fifty. Mm. Let's see if you can get to a thousand first. I love it. I mm. love it. So we'd really appreciate that. Helps us out a ton. And of course, hit us with the thumbs up on YouTube. All right, I have to clarify because people keep putting it in the comments. Are you calling Bulls dumb? No, I'm not calling Garrett Bulls dumb. I'm saying that he has had struggles with understanding mm-hmm. certain aspects of the offense. I mean. I, I guess I can just put it this way. When Garrett, when Dalton Reisner was a rookie, it was reported that he is helping Garrett Bowles in terms of understanding the assignment on a play-to-play mm-hmm. basis. So I believe one of those guys actually just said that, too. I don't remember if it was Dalton or Bowles, but right, admitted that. Right, like yeah. helping out a lot yeah. in terms of the assignment. So um, it just... It, you, when, a lot of times your left tackle is your understands the offense the best of anyone other than the quarterback you know yeah um and so that that could be big for the broncos to have that type of player also i just remembered wasn't orlando brown the one who had like an embarrassingly bad combine yep exactly from oklahoma wow that's why he fell that is crazy to yeah. think about. Yeah. yeah. Now he's like being considered a top tackle. Back then, he was literally like the laughing stock of the yeah. combine. It w- mm-hmm. Everyone felt bad. I shouldn't say everyone. A lot of people felt bad for him. Yeah. Like, oh, why did he even participate? Yeah. He was like weak in the bench yeah. press, yeah. slow, looked bad on the field. It's kind of crazy to think about. Yeah, it is. And what was that, five years ago? Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that is that is crazy. Okay, so more opportunity for the Broncos to open up cap space on the offensive line. Graham Glasgow. $14 million cap hit could save $11 million dead money. Only $3 million. I'm not even going to present you guys the option whether to cut mm-hmm. or to keep him because the answer is going to be you cut him, but right. No pushback. Yes. No. Yeah. But it's easy. What would the sweet spot be? Or is there a sweet spot where you say, okay, we'll bring you back for X amount of dollars mm. um, instead of just cutting you, letting you go. They're going to eat at least $3 million if they move on from him. So do you just say, I want to free up $11 million, see you, Graham? Or do you say, what's the sweet spot? I mean, it, it's almost as if the sweet spot is like insulting. Uh. Um, like three? So you say you're either gone or you're playing, but you're making the same amount of money, essentially? Yeah. Uh, so... I don't know. It's hard. This one's tough. I think in the end, it's probably just going to make sense for both parties to move on. Um, the only way I would really be interested in bringing Graham back is to play center. And that's another mm-hmm. thing that the Broncos have never shown an interest in doing. Again, new coaching staff. Maybe they've always seen him as a center when they scouted him and, yeah. you know, free agency or uh, the draft. And so they, they, they could make that move. But it doesn't really make sense to me 
in any other fashion other than to come back and play center. And he did take a pay cut last year, though, he and did. took that salary down to 3.1. So he took home 3.1 last year. Oh, wow. So, I mean, if he might be willing to do that again. And to be honest, he also might have just outplayed that. Um, he might think that there's more out there for him. Wouldn't be the craziest thing in the world. Just going through, like, it doesn't seem like there was a difference between, like, level of play between center and guard, but having a swing backup like that for $3 million, it, it probably means you aren't drafting a guy, maybe, and, and you'd rather have a third rounder to to potentially take one of those jobs. But I don't hate the idea of having Graham Glasgow as your backup center with maybe a pretty quick trigger to put him in over Lloyd Cushenberry. Also, your backup guard um, in case somebody gets hurt. It... I would be tempted, but it does seem like the easy answer is just let him go, start fresh. Yeah, I'm... Oh, I was just going to say, you know, you said back up Lloyd Cushenberry, and I have an issue with that. Mm -hmm. About Lloyd? Yes. Can we hold that for a second? Yes. Um, uh, I, with Graham, I am trying to bring him back, trying to get him for $4 million. I might be willing to go up to $5 million for him, and the reason is... More than is, last year? Is, yeah, more than last year is because what I'm doing, you're not a guard. You're our center. Okay. And then yeah. I feel good about my center for this year. I still try to draft a center. And if you get a guy in the third round and he's Creed Humphrey and he comes yep. in, he's great. Well, then, Graham, then you're a good backup for one year. Then bye-bye. But uh, I just think Graham is – you feel good about him at center at least for one more year and then you're just not opening up a hole on your offensive line when i think you're already going to have a couple of holes to fill that's why i'd be willing to go up to five million like henry said i think he did outplay his contract when he moved over to center last year so that's why i'm willing to go up to five not more than that because then you can find a, a good enough replacement and they did keep lloyd on the ir when they could have activated him so because graham was the starting center and i think if they wanted lloyd over graham they probably say, well, we're going to go get a starting center back. So speaking of Lloyd Cushenberry, so that's $11 mm -hmm. million if you just move on from him. Mm -hmm. In my scenario, I'm still opening up $8 million there. So there's going to be massive savings with Graham somewhere. But Lloyd Cushenberry, you've now both talked about him. He's still on a rookie deal, so you're like, you don't even really think about moving on from him. Mm -hmm. But then you look, $3 million cap hit. Dead money, only $237,000. So you saved nearly $2.8 million. And the way Lloyd has been talked about, you just mentioned it. The last mm -hmm. coaching staff decided just to keep him on IR. Ryan, I think you're about to say how you don't even you, want you him. You cannot go into next season with Lloyd Cushenberry as your starting center. Just not an option. It's not an option. Um, mm -hmm. He's a bottom, certainly bottom 10 center in the NFL uh, as a starter, and I would probably say bottom five. So I don't know how this has gone on this long, um, but I thought this year was the year where they were going to have a, a short leash on him, and he kept going. Um, so it's time to move on, figure something else out, uh, and stop this. Yeah, and save. I mean, Jose in the comment section saying trade Kush for a day three pick. It's probably a seventh round pick if you're if you're able to get anything back. But George loves seventh round picks. If you mm -hmm. can do that and you're saving two point eight in the process, those things do add up. Yeah. And the flip side of that though is he was your most efficient pass blocker among any player at any position who played more than twenty snaps. The issue is that he doesn't get much push. And I do think that if you just put like the combination of him and Reisner next to each other just means that you're you're not doing much on that side of the line. Like, in the run game, you're just not opening much up. So, 
I don't think you have to move on from him. That's forty percent of your offensive line that you just said you're not doing much with. I know, but I do. The thing is, like, I think if you upgrade uh, the, guard, the guard, then all of a sudden, because we'll see what exactly Sean Payton wants to do. But when you're mostly just running double teams, as you would in that wide zone scheme, having one of your guys be a little bit weaker isn't that big of a deal. I do think that you do have to change one of Reisner or Cushenberry, though, and. I guess there were a couple games where we got to see Cushenberry with Glasgow. And in hindsight, now I'm kind of curious to see how that would have gone. Um, but I guess Glasgow might have been filling in for minors. This is another situation, though, where like you need your center to be a like wily, smart, mm-hmm. heady player. And I've never seen mm-hmm. those types of things. Like Obviously, this is the top of the top, but like you've never seen Cushenberry do like Jason Kelsey-like things. Uh, mm-hmm. Where you're, he's calling out, you know, protections or communicating at like the highest level with the guys next to him, um, and so again, this is not calling Lloyd dumb. It's like you want super high football IQ center, uh, especially when we've learned that Russ isn't necessarily that guy. I thought Russ was that guy, right? The go to the line and check everything and mm-hmm. see what's going on. He's not. So yeah. if you could get a center who is calling out protections, seeing things, hey, you know, alert on this side, let's slide that way. Like, that was one of the most shocking things that we didn't get from Russ. Mm -hmm. And it was also going back to the Drew Locke era, a problem there too, because you had two really young guys Mm -hmm. uh, and neither of them were seeing things at the level you needed to. Well, guess what? Last year, same problem, Mm -hmm. which we thought Russ was going to fix, but he did not. So now I want a center who is going to be almost the brains of the offense and stand up there and say, okay, here's what we're doing guys here. You know, Mm -hmm. make sure you're looking at this, et cetera, et cetera. Sadly, Russ needs that because he wasn't calling it out last year. You know what the bummer of that is, Ryan, is that's what Lloyd was supposed to be good at. He, When he was coming out of college, he mm-hmm. was uh, he had the knocks of needing to be stronger to be able to be better and, and not be pushed around as much. He's still been pushed around in the NFL, but he was supposed to be that. And in the offseason, I mean, Russ was even, at every offseason, people have gushed just about Lloyd's off-the-field uh, just brilliance and uh, – I agree. Last year, clearly, Russ needed that, and it didn't seem like you were getting it. It did seem like you got that more from a veteran in Graham. Mm -hmm. I want to know what the center's voice sounds like because I can hear them on the field mics all game long. And I think one thing is a new offensive line coach. I wonder if that kind of unlocks it. But also, I talked to Quinn about this at the end of the season. Quinn Miners, not Quinn Bailey. Just probably assume, but I, then I realized. But I was talking to Quinn Miners no, about, about this. Quinn ninety nine. Uh, I was not talking about Quinn, Quinn ninety nine. What Fishman. year were you born, Ryan? <laughs> wow, that's wow. his younger brother. Bro. <laughs> but one of the things he said, like I asked him, like, do you feel like it's kind of time for you to step up and and be a leader at this point? Because he's still only whatever twenty three. I think he's twenty three. He said, you know, that's not really something that I've been in a pet in the past, but it is something that I do feel like now it's kind of my responsibility to to talk and, and between he said between me and Lloyd, like this is kind of our room now and we need to step up and be those voices and be more done. And again, there's all that stuff about Lloyd, but I, I think if Lloyd Cushenberry was the center in Kansas city, for example, they would love him because all you're asking him to do is, is take a step back again. He is, he is really good in pass protection. Those long arms, that strong base, nobody's getting by him. The problem is he's just not mobile enough to get up field. He doesn't have a lot of strengths when he gets his hands on anybody. So I do think that if you were to keep him around, 
I don't know how much of it is not being capable versus not being empowered to be that guy. And and that's all just a total guess. But yeah. I, I think there's worse things you could do than go back with Lloyd Cushenberry. I do think, though, that you need to find a way to get that run game going. And replacing him is a pretty easy step in doing that. Speaking of the run game, I think this next one's very easy. <clears throat> so I'm not even going to ask the question just like uh, with Graham. quickly on center? Yes, mm-hmm. yeah. The, the Cardinals are expected to release Rodney Hudson. Yep. Now, it sounds like he might retire, yeah. mm-hmm. but that is a guy who's like, yeah. would be the brains of the operation. Yep. Uh, and you could bring him in. And I think, you know, he was a lot, he was a big help uh, at that position for mm-hmm. Kyler when he came in. So I would love that. But yeah, he's also like 35. I was going to say, didn't he like think about retiring with the Raiders two years ago and then uh, got traded to the Cardinals or signed a deal with them? And then like the past two years has been thinking about retirement. Yep. I think I'm just saying like, just go, go stay in Arizona. Just retire there, man. Mm-hmm. The best right tackle the Broncos have had in years was a guy who was... I think retired. Or yeah, was yeah, it's very. It's true. Yeah. <laughs> it's true. I just want someone who's been there, done that. Yep. In every situation. It's fair. It, it's it's very fair. Those are tough to find. Chase Edmonds, six million. Well, nearly mm-hmm. a six million dollar cap hit, zero in dead money. You would save nearly six million dollars again. Chase Edmonds is not going to be on the Broncos for six million dollars this year. So, what's the sweet spot, or is there a sweet spot? That photo just gives me Eddie Royal nostalgia. Oh, big <laughs> time. Number 19. Yeah. Wow. Um, he looks like he's out in space. The sweet spot is like two. Pretty much as high as I'm willing to go. Yeah. Really? Yeah. yeah. I think I might, I, I'd might. i probably go up to three. May, maybe know, three and a half. I don't know what the market is for Chase Edmonds. The, and that's the, the tough part. Remember two years ago um, in the 2021 season, Melvin Gordon was nearly a thousand yard rusher, and I know mm-hmm. he had his fumbling issues. But then he went on the open market last year and got two and a half million dollars. How yep. in the world is Chase Edmonds going to command more than a nearly thousand yard rusher than Melvin Gordon did last year? I know Chase uh-huh. is younger than him, but you're really talking about a one year prove it deal for Chase. So you're not talking mm-hmm. about a long term investment. So I just don't know how you're paying any more money for him uh, than than you would be for Melvin. The case for it is the role. The, the running backs who get paid now are the receiving backs. You know, it's all the Alvin Kamara, or at least versatile. He has a smaller role, though. Yes. He's going to have a way smaller role than what they thought Melvin Gordon was going to have. So Definitely. I don't think, like, paying him to be a receiving back, you're going to be like, oh, we're just going to give you a lot more. But you're not paying him on, like, the bell cow between the tackle scale. You're paying him on the receiving back scale. And that, that scale is just higher. And so if you're the same level of player, you're going to get more money being a third down back than you would being, you know, Latavius Murray, who can take a bunch of carries. So that's, that's, what, that's the but case that's why we it. said Latavius was like a million. Exactly. So you kind of double it for Edmonds. That's one way to look at it. Also, but I he, do think, he did nothing last year. Yeah, there was a couple flashes. I mean, there's, there's just a couple times you see it and you're like, oh, wow. Like, what was it? Was it the last game where he caught the one ball up the middle and you see him catch it and running? It's like, that's what he is. The, the point is... He didn't do anything last year, and injuries were kind of the big reason. How much is a team willing to pay an injured back? I don't even know at this point. Um, but he is only 12 months removed from being two years, $12 million. So there, there is a history there that, that would make you think that he is valuable. It's just tough to say how much this season is going to weigh him down. On the just, flip side, though, Melvin Gordon was one year removed from a two-year totally. uh, $16 million contract, totally. and he got two and a half in last year. I, I just, what I guess what, what I don't want to do and why we're mm-hmm. kind of going back and forth in this, you're 
pretty much, in my opinion, I think you're just competing against yourself here. And so yeah. that's why I don't think you'd need to go more than two. I've already rebuilt the Broncos running back room in my head where it's Derrick Henry Good. and Deuce wow. Vaughn. Ah, so there we go. nothing else will do for me. Uh, nothing else will do for you? Yes, exactly. Yeah, I like Javante that. just waiting in the wings. Yep. So wait, what was your, uh, what were you laughing at? The comments. Oh, they just. No, no, that was funny, actually. Someone said. Kush spent more time in Russ's lap than his own kids. Oh my uh, gosh. That was funny. But then there was a guy who just kept writing poop. Poop, yep. Yeah. Over and over again. That was actually funny to me. <laughs> uh, but then someone else said, uh, Admin, can you please take care of Poop Boy? <laughs> oh my gosh. And that's what got me good. Wow. <laughs> yeah, that that's uh, that's pretty. Sometimes the comments can be very entertaining. Yep. Sometimes they, uh, they throw me off. Okay, <laughs> we got one more to talk about today. And boy... Curious to hear both of your responses to this one. First, I got to tell you about our friends over at DraftKings Sportsbook because over at DraftKings Sportsbook, you can get in on it all. What are what do we got for Jokic MVP odds right now, Henry? Last time minus, minus four hundred. Oh, four fifty today. Goodness, four hundred. Because last week it was minus three eighty. So that ship has sailed. I have to imagine this means Nuggets championship odds are getting increasingly better. I think Not last really. week they were eight. Plus 800. I think this weekend they were like plus 760, maybe something around that. But when Ryan's looking that up, if you want to bet on the Nuggets and you don't want to have to wait till they win a championship, you can bet on them tonight. Minus six against the Raptors at home, minus 230. Man, if you go the triple double, do we know the triple double plus a Nuggets win? No. Oh, oh, plus Nuggets win. I don't know that off the top of my head. But but. a triple double is minus 120. (laughs) Yeah, it is. Oh, my. Yeah, I think it's like probably plus a hundred, which are is plus just seven fifty to win the championship. Plus seven fifty. So mm-hmm. you want to get on that? Odds are slowly coming down. That may be where the money is at. You want to bet on Avs as well? Get in on that. They've got even worse odds to win a championship than the Nuggets. Better for a uh... wait. That, I, 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 I always get confused. Worse for the better. So check them yep. out. Check out our friends over at DraftKings Sportsbook. Use that promo code DNVR when you sign up. Bet $5. You're going to get $200 in bonus bets. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for details. Void know how. Gambling problem called 1-800-522-4700. It's kind of sick that just like as a city, we have the fourth highest odds to win the NBA championship and the second highest odds to win the NHL championship. It is. It is I parlayed them cool. in the summer, by the way. For the I parlayed oh. both to win the Western Conference, which I'm feeling really good about. Oh, well, yeah. I was actually just going to dive into my DraftKings Sportsbook pick of the week right now. And Ryan, I'm doing exactly that. No, oh. I, I, I'm, I'm diving in, and I actually mm-hmm. did this earlier this week, but I'm diving in now to get these odds because I still think they're incredible. And I do like doing sprinkling a little on both of them to win the championship, parlay that. Mm -hmm. But what I love is just going the Nuggets to come out of the West and the Avs to come out of the West West as well. Mm -hmm. And I believe you can get plus Nuggets plus 350 Mm -hmm. coming out of the West, so they don't even have to win the whole thing. Just get out of the West. And then if you put the Avs on there too, I'm pulling it up right now. You get the Avs on there, and you're looking at plus conference winner plus... Oh, okay. Uh, they're right around the same. So you parlay those, parlay those two together, and you get good odds. What'd you yeah. get? I'm gonna add. I I added the wrong one. Okay. So you guys <laughs> give me yours. So compared I'll... to mine, which I got before the season started at plus twenty seven fifty <laughs> for both of them. Yep. Okay. Here we go. Now now I got it. Um, Avs are plus two seventy five, plus fifteen eighty seven. All right. And what's really yours? Twenty four. Twenty seven fifty. Oh so man, almost double. I had a free bet 
like a week ago, and I did those two, parlayed with the Rockies to beat the Padres in the season series. It's 13 games. It's baseball. Like anything can happen. It was like terrible. But it was like it's like six to one odds. Like they are so good early. I think they start the season with a four game series in San Diego. It's like if you go out there and somehow pull out three of four, which don't do this. But no, no, no. Just so I had those two. I had that, and I threw in my DraftKings Sportsbook pick pick of the week. Sean Payton to win Coach of the Year. Everything kind of lines up perfectly. Like if he gets eleven wins. I think 11 wins probably does it for him after all the narratives. Everybody's talking about how bad Russ is. Like it'd be the it's it's the narrative play, and it's like a fun Broncos pick. And so you do all that with a ten dollar free bet, you win fifteen grand. I was like, <laughs> oh my god, why, why not with a free bet? But DraftKings Sportsbook pick of the week: Sean Payton plus twelve hundred, second best odds to win Coach of the Year. I think that's a decent that bet. That's a good bet, bet because if. Russ is good at all. He's gonna get all sorts of hype. Yeah, he, will. he, he gets all the credit. credit. They yeah. won five games last year. Man, it's sad that you put that uh, Rockies bet in there. Else, <laughs> don't they? Didn't they win the season series against like the Dodgers or something last year? No. I think the thing is, again, <laughs> yeah, it's baseball. No it's thirteen way. games. It's such a. It's a. That's what it was. Mm. Yeah, <laughs> they, they honestly might be the Rockies. Like, have a very good history against. The yeah, Dodgers. I think. Uh, and that's why so I was you like, like it. No, you're I all don't. about it. No, At like six to one odds, though, they're gonna have ten percent of their wins against the Padres. <laughs> yeah, I mean it's possible, especially because they start the season against them. They always like every year the Rockies start like ten and two, and then they totally fall off the rest of the way. Fraudres. Oh, there we go. Wow. Wait, so what's your pick of the week? My pick of the week is Nicole Jokic to have a triple double tonight. There we go. Minus one twenty five. Minus 120. You can throw in the Nuggets to win, but they're like minus 285 to win. Yeah. Um, So that's only going to bump it up a little bit. It's probably going to be plus 110. There you go. Get plus odds. Man, it's crazy how that feels like good juice. But that's our DraftKings Sportsbook pick of the week. Tell us about FOCO. FOCO is awesome because they've got bobbleheads of all sorts of different guys. You can check out a couple of them behind us. Um, But they also have yeah, Jokic, Russ. The Sean Payton, maybe. Miles, the mascot. Oh, they do need a Sean Payton. That'd be a good one. A couple Riser. different Terrell Davis mm, uh, bobbleheads. Um, but yeah, I mean, they've got that different hats and the shoes and the socks and the pants you sleep in or the pants you. I guess it's mostly just sleep pants and like that sort of thing. I don't even know what you call it. It's like flannel pants. Remember when it was like socially acceptable to wear pajama pants out in public? It's not I, anymore. Uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> no, no, it's not. No, it's not. But I just yeah. remember in like high school, kids were just wearing them to school. Oh yeah, that did happen all the time. Yeah, wild. Yeah, I mean high school. The, there's some weird kids in Anything high school. Goes in high school. <laughs> yeah, but uh, go on over to Foco. You can buy all sorts of stuff um, that's branded with your favorite team. They just, just sent me a a Broncos Hawaiian shirt. Wow. Wow. Yeah. So wow. There you, go. there you go. You wearing it on Friday? Maybe. There wow. we go. But yeah, foco.com. There's a link in our description. And uh, you can get 10% off with the code DNVR. So definitely get in on that. Also, as a side note, so the Rockies are, uh, like I said, oh, where'd this go? They're plus five something. But against the Dodgers. Okay, I lost it. Damn yeah. it. What a waste. Just forget about it. God damn. Someone said <laughs> drop a like if you don't understand Henry's jacket. I guess. 
Like what color it is? I would drop a like to not understanding the comment about not understanding mm. it. It's a pretty Whoa. straight, pretty straightforward jacket straight we got jacket. here. Just we, beige. Yeah, we got a we got a oh. Nike bomber. <laughs> yeah, it is straight jacket. I am not seeing beige. I'm seeing bone. I'm seeing bone as well. Okay, I yeah. didn't know the yeah, bone was yeah, a color. So yeah, yeah cream. Pretty yeah, bone. but I mean, there's literally, it, it's a, I, I, re I really like the jacket, Henry, oh, by thank the you. way. Yeah. But when I say this, it's not a bad thing because I would want that jacket. There's nothing to it. Like, what yeah. is there to not understand? That's the thing. There's a little Nike logo. Yeah, that's it. Couldn't, you can't see that on the live because of the lights. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's a nice jacket. Well, thank you. Yeah. Conf I told Henry before I've been wanting one similar. Damn, it's like you a, both are wearing bomber jackets. It reminds me of uh, Heisenberg. He always had like this sort of jacket, you know? Uh, that's not a good no like good I swear song. like it just there's a reason for like the last 40 years there's like a generation of man who's just been in love with this jacket it's true it's very like true. it's it does yeah it, it does. does look gold oh it really gold. Huh. It no it's just it, beige it does some people uh, people are talking about like what the the material is oh yeah I don't it's know what the word is for that yeah windbreaker material yeah wind, windbreaker khaki mix is this what polyester is oh it could be no this idea might be what polyester is there's no way you could see that yeah um made in vietnam it's a medium and it doesn't say on that tag dang nike we'll need a report later henry all right um okay one more person we gotta talk about what was your tease again? It was so long ago. Uh, the tease was uh, <laughs> this person I really want to get your guys' opinion on. Uh, Henry, no offense to you, but specifically Ryan's oh, opinion. Let's go. Brandon McManus. Oh. $5 million cap hit, $2.5 million in dead money, so you save $2.5 million. See this? <laughs> you cutting him? No. What? Oh, it stands for pay cut. <laughs> oh, wow. oh, I, I like could this. have been chopping something else. Uh, we're going for a pay cut here. Okay. Look, no one. Uh, actually, there is one person who's harder on Brandon McManus than me. <laughs> yeah. um, but you can't go into the. You can't go into kicker purgatory. Mm. Um, quarterback purgatory is a terrible place to be. Kicker purgatory is also a really awful place to be. Mm -hmm. So, Brandon McManus has a solid track record. Mm -hmm. He also was arguably the worst kicker in the NFL last he year. He had the worst percentage in the entire NFL last year. That's a tough part. And that is your ammo for getting him to take a pick. Uh, mm -hmm. um, I would rather bring back Brandon McManus than have to just do the thing where you sign a new guy until you finally, like... You know, um, the Chargers got lucky. They got uh, Dicker the kicker, and he ended up being good. But, like, they've just been trading guys in and out and in and out for so long. You don't want to be there. So bring back Brandon McManus. What is it? 50, or you said $5 million next year? Yep. Uh, bring him back for two and a half. That's the pay cut. What That's what it would be. So do you think he would accept that? Because he knows the Broncos would just have to cut him if they want to get rid of two and a half mil. I think he accepts it. Man, I mean, no. if you do that, I definitely do it. Ryan, here's here's an argument that you are set up in the best position ever to go find a kicker. True. You've got Mike Westhoff in the build. Mike Westhoff in the building. He, I mean, call him the Hoff. The 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 Hoff. 
<laughs> or the hawk, Mike the Mike the hawk, to go find you a kicker, to go <laughs> poach one uh, from another oh team or from the college ranks. If you're ever going to be able to do it, it would be now. Why? Because you got Mike Westhoff. Uh, yeah, that doesn't help. <laughs> no, it doesn't. He helped uh, the uh, who is the uh, uh, special teams coordinator. His name's Ben Kotwika. Yep. Uh, he helped resurrect Young Way Koo. Yep, that's true. Mm-hmm. So those two guys together, if you're ever going to find a, a young guy, it'd be now. This actually seems like a really good reason why the Broncos are going to do it and regret it. Oh, because they're yeah. going to think they can do it. Yep. Oh, we'll just find a new one. Famous last words. You've Definitely got no confidence in the Hawk. I don't. Yeah, I don't. And I also don't have any confidence in Brandon McManus. That's a bad place to be. Wow, yeah, that is a bad place to be. He's absolutely not taking a pay cut, though. Like right now, his cap hits so. the seventh highest in the NFL. He would say, cut me and I'll potentially go make more money. Like, I know the percentage was bad last year, but there were some long kicks in there. He can blame the the blocks and, he, you know, then, then there's always that debate. For the <laughs> that, and that's the, what I was just saying. And then there's that debate. Did he kick it too low? Yeah, Did they were else? chip shots. Okay. There you go. Normal kickers don't get chip shots blocked. Yeah, Jose's saying that Hackett put McManus in a couple bad situations. Obviously, the 64-yarder um, week one was a tough situation, but where he missed his kicks were within the 40. Those weren't bad situations. So, Jose, mm-hmm. I agree there were maybe two long kicks yeah. that you don't really blame McManus for, and you take that out, and maybe he doesn't have the worst field goal percentage. But, I mean, <clears throat> he still missed way too many within 50. Six also or seven from 20 two extra to- points that uh, ended up being, like, looming large in those games yep. that's true six of seven from 20 to 29 that was one of the blocks yep yep he and was that's on the kicker you got to get it higher i if you guys say so i trust you i i've no, i don't know about that i um, lived with a punter for three years so <laughs> there, <laughs> there you go there you go four four of six from 30 to 39 10 to 10 40 to 49 8 to 13 50 plus like i i still think there's no way he's taking a pay cut if you I, move on from him, I agree with you. I don't think he's yeah. taking pay. I think oh, if, I think if, he is. If he, oh. no way. Yeah, he's going to easily make five million dollars on the open market. Does like he he's wanna, a proven kicker. Does he want to do it in Detroit? I mean, I guess if if he if he just wants to stay in Denver, there's a chance. He, he he's not a kicker who's at a place in his career who needs to take a pay cut though. Brandon McManus is a very very confident human being. I think it's tough to get pay cuts. From very, very confident mm-hmm. humans. He's also like the NFL PA rep yeah, on the Broncos, it's true. which probably it's true. doesn't help. Yeah. Um, I think he takes it. Um, as Vic says, pay cut or McMinus? McMinus a few yeah. dollars off that salary. <laughs> I think what you do is you go and you you find like a rookie to come in and compete. And and you hope that he's good enough that you can justify giving the job. I think if you give him We're the job, you're probably upset you did. <laughs> exactly. Like, you have to be better. But you look through the kickers that you could get. Like, just cap it wise, like 2.3 is Joey Sly, 2 million Zane Gonzalez. Tyler Bass, I guess, is still under control. All the other guys are under team control. Go like, find a rookie. Yeah, that's what it has to be. Yeah. Robbie Gold. And, and hope, that, hope that he beats him out. The thing is, if you get rid of yeah. McManus, I am willing to bet. A pizza bet that the kicker that you get is going to wind up with a worse percentage than Brandon McManus does next year. Brandon was Ooh. the worst in the NFL last, that, last year. year. I'm talking about next bet. year, though. Oh, like yeah. McManus ends up having a better yeah. gotcha. McMahon, I'm in. 
You will. Oh, okay. Oh, there we go. They get rid of McManus. It. McManus has a better percentage than his replacement in Denver. Speaking okay. of, you mentioned... If there's multiple replacements, do we average out the season? Season, season number. Oh, yeah. I'll be your toast if that's the case then. Maybe. Yeah. yeah. Unless there's an injury there. Um, He's just paid the market rate for a veteran kicker. You mentioned Robbie Gold. That's a name who's going to hit the open also, market. Also, wouldn't he want to come to Denver because he's getting older, losing a little distance? That's true. That mm-hmm. would help. Um... Speaking of Robbie's, did you know that Robbie Anderson changed his name? Chosen. Yeah. How about that? Yeah. And now he's he's going to be that. able to chosen his next team because <laughs> the Cardinals are releasing him. You're so close to nailing that. What should I have said? And his next team will be chosen freely. Oh, okay. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> you almost had it. Yeah, so I almost had it. That's what mm-hmm. I'm always told. Just so close. <laughs> um. Could be an option for the Broncos. They need a, a field stretcher. Man, the turmoil he's been going through the past six months is something that would concern me. What? What's that? Didn't he force his way out of Carolina, or like he said, "I'm so. not show, I'm not playing for the new interim head." There was something weird. There was where something it was like so you, really bad. It might have even been like, like a slot receiver he's thing. Chosen? Oh, oh boy. Oh, oh, boy. Uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, that, that's probably it. You're All right. right. I was going to say, can I Anderson my way into that or anything? And I couldn't. No. No. no yeah. Okay, um, that's it for offense. We'll talk about defensive guys later this week because mm-hmm. there's also some, some decisions there. But I know we have some super chats. Should we talk to the people? Ooh, 10 bucks super chat. Jackson Ooh. coming in with the big one. Thank you guys for and the team for these amazing pods every day. Moving to Castle Rock next year from Utah. Go Utes. Mm. Sorry, not mm. sorry, Ryan. I don't Can't care wait to meet you Nobody gents cares. at the Utah or at the DNVR bar. Hashtag Buckum. Maybe it's because you were taking a shot at Utah earlier. The no. University of Utah. Uh, it could be. <laughs> oh, okay, it did. Uh, well, we really appreciate that. We can't wait to see you here. Yeah, Utah. I wish I had feelings about them. Yeah, yep. easy flyover state. Wow. It's actually a beautiful Disagree? place. It is, yeah. Mm-hmm. It really is. It's, um, um, it's like Colorado's lame cousin. Well, if you're going to put it like that, then I'm going to say flyover <laughs> state. Yeah. <laughs> I don't mean lame in terms of like, you know, you just have that cousin who's kind of weird. Yeah. That's what, that's what Utah is. There you go. <laughs> uh, Chance Manning just gives us a super chat. Thank you, yeah. Chance. Thank you, Chance. Love you. A Manning dropping in the comment section. Love it. And Rickert says the free agency linebacker group looks stacked. Is there any free agent linebackers you guys, you guys would like to see signed? It is stacked. I mean, there's options. Like they, they, I know we've all been team bring back Alex Singleton, but if they want a guy who can play man coverage go up against tight ends those options are definitely out there um and this is kind of the first off season in a long time everybody hasn't been saying go get a linebacker and it's mostly because the, there's just clear issues on offense but you could go get i mean zach cunningham Dion jones levante david uh, devin bush has kind of been labeled a bust and is pretty attainable tremaine edmonds is out there um, some more veteran guys too. Alex Anzalone, a guy who played for Sean Payton could be a good fit. Quan Alexander played for him as well. I mean, there's, there's a lot of guys who will vary in price and you can kind of get whatever you're looking for. I've got another Devin. That's a linebacker that was in the same draft class as Devin Bush that yeah. could be available. Devin White, Devin White yep. this morning posted 
thank you on his Instagram with the pirate flag emoji with a peace out sign um, and uh, said four year went by fast. Mm-hmm. So he oh. may be a cap casualty Did they or not take the fifth year option on him or they're trying to trade him. I don't know. Uh, he's looking for an extension. So maybe he is under contract right now and they're going to they're going to trade him or something. So, mm-hmm. I mean, you mentioned tons of names. There's a lot of different types of players. But I think one of the reasons we all like Alex Singleton is he's a really solid player that is going to be affordable. Maybe his price gets dropped even more by so many other guys being on the market. Yeah, it's very possible. Definitely. And again, like Devin Bush, a guy people were really excited about. Spot Rack has him estimated at getting a $3 million a year contract. Oh, my God. Wow. Pro Football Focus doesn't have him, have him in the top 100, so he isn't even, like, they don't even have a projected contract. Wow. So there really are a lot of guys out there. You know, we all like Alex, and he played really well. He does a little bit of everything. It would make a lot of sense to bring him back and not fix something that's not broken. They have a lot of decisions to make. Yeah. I bringing in Devin Bush, not against it. Bringing in Devin Bush instead of bringing back Alex Singleton, I am against it. Oh. That is a unnecessary risk. How much would you be willing to pay the two combined? Like, how do you make it work? Six. To bring them both back. Three and three? No, it's like four and two. For Alex. Four for Alex. Wow. <laughs> Man, that inside linebacker position. If you find a good one, you feel so good. But if you don't, then you can just you can find guys. Just like the Broncos found Alex Singleton last year. God, for a imagine mil. taking a linebacker at ten and then being a bust. And trading up for him, yeah. too. That is so bad. Yikes. Mm-hmm. I mean, they could have had Drew Locke. Because like I, I'm higher on dra- like the value of the linebacker position than most, I think. And even I'm like, okay, if you're going to take a linebacker, an inside mm-hmm. linebacker in the first round, it ha- he has to be a yep. knock it out of the ballpark mm-hmm. player. Yep, yeah. absolutely. And the flip side of it is, though, I mean, one of the things Josie does really well is he lines everybody up. He tells them where to go. He does all that sort of stuff. And that's what's miss- missing for Devin Bush. Like, he's been fine in coverage. He, he only missed three tackles, made 57 this season, which is a pretty ridiculous number. He only make 57 tackles. Uh, he was. Who are you talking about? Devin, uh, Devin Bush. Bush. Mm. I mean, he only played five snaps in each of the last two games. Like he was essentially benched. Sheesh. But again, wow. you you put him next to a, a Josie Jewel who says, "This is your gap. Go to this gap." Or who knows how exactly the front's going to work. But that could unlock another level. And I mean, he's what? He's a few months away from turning twenty-five. Or you go get Tremaine Edmonds uh, yes. and also get. Terrell Edmonds, who's also a free agent from the Steelers, That'd be sick. a hybrid type player. He could easily <laughs> yeah. be your tight end eraser. I mean, th- there's a lot of different routes that they could choose to go this offseason. Huh. There's a lot of good players. I Linebackers the, don't get paid a lot. I hate both of those routes you said. Really? Too much on defense. Yeah, Too much true. on defense. I'm so in on the Edmonds brothers. Man, that'd be, that'd yeah. be great. You know what I'm in on? The comment section on the website. Should we yeah. hit a couple of those really quick? The cat... Super chat real quick uh, from Dustin. 22 in blues got me wondering, could the ownership group ever be persuaded to make the blues primary again? I think Broncos country would all love it. I think they're just going to change the uniforms before they do anything like that. But it's possible that uh, they do that. I just disagree with your last sentence, which I think Broncos country would all love it. Definitely not. I am team blue Mm. um, just because I think it looks better. But then... A lot of people in Broncos country don't like it because 
they think that people will stop wearing orange to the stadium. Yeah. Which I find to be odd. Like, no. just tell everyone to wear orange to the stadium. They don't. They aren't gonna listen. Like, you you buy the jersey that they wear. You know, nobody like everybody wears their jersey right now. When you sell orange jerseys, you wind up with a bunch of orange jerseys. But when the orange were the alternate, people still bought them. Yeah, but not as many. Like you can go back and look, and there's it's not nearly as orange as it is now. It's funny when I when they were doing the orange as the alternate, like originally, mm-hmm. I'm remembering like Clinton Portis wearing it, and like I thought that yeah. was the coolest thing. Yeah. And then now I look at the orange, and I just they don't do much. For no. Me. <laughs> like I still like just blue jerseys. You throw the blue p- pants on when you're in prime time, it just pops under the lights, and that. I don't know. The, the The best answer is to go and find a way to remix the 80s jerseys. But if that was the temporary solution, I would love it. Man, really quick on a different note. If you get both Edmonds, don't you have to also have to keep Chase? No. You can't be getting rid of You can't be getting your Edmonds in order to get Edmonds. Wow. I think those guys aren't related, so it's fine. Okay. Okay. It's fine. Yep. So the count on the comment section says, rainy days and Mondays always get me down. Love the count. Hope this pod's, pod's brought you up. Yes. Yeah. Next one from Nash Bronco says, love the format of Friday's pod. I'm not sure why you guys appointed a Chiefs fan as a hypothetical GM, but other than that, what a great pod. My question for today, no wonder he was giving out so many good deals to Broncos uh, players, wow. or big deals, I should say. My question wow. for today, could you guys see Sean Payton grabbing Deuce Vaughn in the draft? Let's He's the go. shortest player to ever attempt the combine, but his tape is insane. Darren Sproles Jr., perhaps? Yeah. Same school and everything. Um I am so in on Deuce Vaughn. What did he actually check in at at five, the combine? Yeah. Wow. Yep. I mean, he's a player, and yeah, yeah. but where's he gonna where's he gonna be drafted? Late. He's five five. Yeah. <laughs> no, not early. Late. <laughs> yeah. Um, I mean, he's one of those guys like fifth round, maybe sixth round. Yeah. Dre says, yeah, he would know. Man, you get Derrick Henry and Deuce that's, Vaughn. That's my point. That's what you said. I love it, Ryan. I love it. That's yeah. Bring back Edmonds too, and that's kind of perfect. And it costs you Javante. Okay, so it costs you two third-round picks and a fifth-round pick and $10 million in cap space. I, I think it's only one for Henry. Somebody's got to give more. Crazy, yeah. Like, if we're this excited more. to give him yeah. a third, yeah, somebody's just, willing to pay more. It's too too easy. A third and a fifth. I mean, yeah, I'm so down. Yeah, Sign don't me to convince up. me. Yeah. <laughs> Our Vata Luke... Arvada Luke rounds us out, says, hello, friends. Between friends of the show and Broncos head coach Sean Payton and the report card, I'm guessing there will be a strong emphasis on building up the culture of this team. For that reason, I think that Dalton Reisner is a goner come free agency. Just for the sideline outburst alone, do we get any draft comp for losing free agents this year? How big on the splash o meter do you think will be in free agency? And if a private jet is a PJ, a Broncos jet is a Mm. no, Zach, don't say it. That would be a BJ, <laughs> is what he's referring to. Wow. Um, so weird. Man, do I feel bad for Dalton Reisner. I know. That he has what he's such a good dude in the locker room, to media, well, off the Payton field. Man of the year Walter candidate. Payton, man of the year, charitable. And he has one really bad moment. And it was a really bad moment caught mm-hmm. on camera. And now people are saying that yep. if they want to change the culture, you've got to get rid of Dalton. That's <laughs> that's tough. That's a like, twist. Dalton Reisner's outburst was like a moment of passion in a game where they were getting their asses beat. and He still can't do it. And it was written off by everyone afterwards. Yeah. But... Mm-hmm. A lot of people don't know the details, and this thing went around. Like I told you, what one of the uh, national 
uh, uh, media people that, that wrote about all the free agents said, you probably know Dalton Reisner by pushing Brett Rippon on the sideline. He actually can play guard as well. Like, that's how people know Dalton Reisner. Yeah. Which it's is true. crazy, and it sucks for him because he's such yep. a good guy. It's, it's, yeah, it's honestly bullshit. Yep. It, it is. He's a really good dude. He is. And he I, did also, like, it's not like, oh, no, poor Dalton. He was the one who pushed the guy. No, like, definitely, that's what, definitely. That is the result of that action he when you're an offensive lineman. guy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and listen when, to what we're saying here. Yes, but, exactly, but nobody has ever talked about Dalton Reisner before. Before this, before other teams were like, oh, the, the Colts need another guard. Huh, who's this Dalton Reisner guy? There, you need to know. There is only one way your name gets known, uh, basically. And that's if you do something dumb like that. Like, he did it to himself. I can't feel too bad for him. Yeah, I just, I, I think this is crazy that it's even like a talking point. He didn't punch anyone. <laughs> he didn't yeah. get in a brawl. He yep. literally shoved a player in a, in a moment of passion. Well, and it, and also, I guess, I it mean, also hurts that it's a quarterback. Um, mm-hmm. even if it's not the starter, it's you pushed your quarterback. You pushed the quarterback yep. on your team. And I mean, you could also go a little deeper and say he also didn't pick Russell Wilson up after he was sacked. Like that was what started the whole thing. You know, I'm just saying what a what a rotten yep. deal for Dalton. But deal. like Hank said, he did it to himself. But it's uh-huh. weird. Like I think you're right about this. And the responses uh, to DNVR Broncos and anything involving Dalton Reisner are all so negative. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and I think that played a role in it. Absolutely. Yeah. Also, somebody in the comments said, uh, Cortland Sutton, we didn't talk about him today. You save $7 million if you trade him. Um, just real quick, I wouldn't do that because after this season, like I, I say, you just pick up Jerry's fifth year option. Then after this season, you can save 13 getting rid of Jerry. You can save. 11 getting rid of Tim Patrick, or you can save 10 getting rid of Cortland, and you just kind of make a decision at that point. Also, you'd lose money by cutting him. Yeah, which wouldn't be... You wouldn't think they would consider that. Correct, correct. No, no, no. But we pretty much hit on all of the big guys in terms of money you could save on the offensive side. So that, if you want to save money, those are them. A lot of options and and places where you can definitely save. Yeah, absolutely. One I definitely (laughs) would not do is Garrett Bowles. Unless... I mean, he would be a trade anyway. So I'm um, yeah. The the question would you get rid of him for nothing or just for the ten million dollars? It doesn't even matter because somebody's giving you something for him. Unless you can get both McGlinchey and McGarry. What about both Brown in a Derrick Henry deal? Oh, just straight up. No. Mm. Who's getting more? Broncos are getting more. Oh, Starting left tackle, get especially. The hell out of yeah, here. When, and when, they just lost Taylor. Yeah, I mean, out of here. Oh yeah, definitely. No, you're out of your mind. But again, I don't think Henry's gonna go for a third. Henry's gonna go for a late one or a two. I think so too. Let me just check real quick. No way would the Broncos get more. You get Derrick Henry and like a fourth for Garrett Bowles. <laughs> run, run to the fax machine to send this over. Uh, Bowles is older. So Bowles, Bowles would cost 14, then 16. So I, I would have thought he would have been cheaper than that. So maybe it is. Honestly, you might be pretty close to even. That would be ridiculous. A team paying 14 million, then 16 million. And My that's the other thing is you could get rid of, you save 16 if you get rid of him after next year. And I think that's when you have the real conversation. Man, lots of conversations we had today. Mm-hmm. I love it. Well, Two years, 15 million if for the Garrett. Broncos backfield is anything but. Derrick Henry and Deuce Vaughn, I'm going to be pissed. Uh, Ryan, you're going to be oh pissed. Boy. And let's hope 
one of us doesn't get cut before tomorrow's pod. Wait, what? Could, I don't know. Whoa. We'll see. Could be possible. Whoa. <laughs> All right. Appreciate you guys for tuning in. Let's see that race to 1,000 reviews on Spotify uh, and Apple. I think Spotify is going to get it. Just just oh, saying. Even you like with the, the underdog, huh? Yeah, yeah, you like the 5-5 five, five guy. Yep, mm-hmm. I do. I feel like um, our listeners are like 5-1 to one Apple to Spotify, though. We'll see. Yeah. Mm, they should. They have an advantage. Let's right. go, baby. We'll talk to you guys tomorrow. Flying cotton would stick to you